Hello, Internet, and welcome to the podcast. My name's Noelle. And my name's Nalia. And we are the Afterthoughts. Yeah, we definitely were not supposed to happen. (laughs) (laughs) We are two sisters who also happen to be best friends. Join us as we try to navigate our college and post-grad lives. What's up, everybody, and welcome back to the Afterthoughts Podcast. Hello. We're so glad to be back. Back and better than ever. Mm, Well, I don't know if I'd say that, that actually. (laughs) (laughs) It has been a time. Nelia, what have you been up to this week? I had a very big milestone in my life, and I got my first tattoo this week. Yeah. It's so cute. It is on the <laughs> back of my arm, like right above my elbow, and it's a cardinal, but it's an outline of a cardinal, so it's more minimalistic and modern, as and I like to say. White. Yes, it is not red. I'm way too pale for that. <laughs> but that has been... You just look sunburned. I know, <laughs> literally all the time. <laughs> that has been the highlight of my week. How was your week, Noelle? (laughs) (laughs) Um, It's been pretty good. My newest obsession is Wordle. Are you playing? By your face, I'm taking that you've never even heard of it. (laughs) (laughs) Never heard Um, of it. Well, it's like a word puzzle that comes out every single day. And there's like just one puzzle and you figure it out and you get... You have to guess the five-letter word, and you only get six tries to guess it. So it's kind of like Wheel of Fortune, where it's like you know what letters are in it. Like when you guess a letter, you you find out if that letter is in the word. And so basically you have six tries, and it'll tell you if you put the letter in the right place or if the letter is in the word, just in the wrong place. And so that's kind of like what helps you figure it out, but... Yeah, it's really fun. Everybody's been sharing their results via Twitter. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, it's really fun. Interesting. Giving you big uh, James vibes and his crossword puzzles <laughs> that he does every morning. <laughs> if you don't know who James is, You're that is wrong. Noel's boyfriend. I had to. I kept seeing. <laughs> yeah, he's a big crossword, New York Times crossword guy. <laughs> Um, I kept seeing people post the results for Wordle and I did not understand what it was. And so I screenshotted it because he's a lot more on Twitter than I am these days. And so I was like, can you explain what this means? And then he told me that it was a word game and that he plays it. And so that was no shocker, but <laughs> of course he does. Um, it is pretty fun. Yeah. And then you get to see like how many tries it took people to guess the word I know you probably think this is very boring, but this is what adults do, Nalia. <laughs> I respect. Mad respect. <laughs> I'll just keep reading my textbooks for my word game of the week. <laughs> so. <laughs> Sounds like a plan. Uh, All right. So- now that we got our weekly updates out of the way, okay. we can transition into this week's exciting topic. I'm so excited. 
This week we are talking about main character energy. I thought that it would be a good idea to start off this episode with kind of a definition of main character energy for those of us who are unaware. So I got it from none other than UrbanDictionary.com. And this is the exact definition. It says, someone who you can make a movie about and it be interesting. They are quirky and not basic. That was a <laughs> mouthful. Not really... That is so grammatically that's incorrect. That's a great definition. <laughs> yeah, I think that's why you had such issues because actually that sentence doesn't make sense itself. So you were trying to make it make sense and it was just not happening. <laughs> Maybe I should have dug um, a little deeper so into yeah, Urban Dictionary. Big, yeah. Maybe. Um, so yeah, main character energy. I think it's a concept that I feel like has been around conceptually for a very long time. But I feel mm-hmm. like it's become very popular on TikTok as of recent. Am I correct? Yes, I would agree. And I also think it's a very Gen Z movement. I would also agree with that. But I think that there's kind of some crossover with like the younger millennials, if that makes sense. Yeah. But <laughs> at least from what I've seen and from my experiences... Everyone in their own sort of way thinks that they are the main character in one instance or another. There's always that time you're just like, yeah. are by yourself, and you're studying in the library, and you're like, I am so cute right now. Everyone is looking at me. <laughs> and it's just <laughs> straight up not true. Yeah, but I mean, everyone wants moments. to think that they're the main character. Mm-hmm. Very much so. But what does the main care, like being the main character, mean to you? (laughs) So, Noelle, (laughs) what does being the main character mean to you? Represent? What does it make you feel? (laughs) Well, to me, it kind of just means like taking the small everyday moments in your life and just making them feel cinematic. So pretty much just thinking of everything in your life as being something special and not just an everyday mundane task. That's kind of the way I perceive it. Just really putting yourself first, if you will. Mm -hmm. Yeah. What does it mean to you? So being a main character to me... (laughs) is really envisioning myself in a movie as being like the star of a movie meaning that bad things happen to me good things happen to me and they all happen for a reason and the reason is the plot of the movie when I am going to reach the plot of that movie who's to say you know what I mean I feel like everything in my life is just leading (laughs) up to that and we may never get there but it's you know But I also like what you said about putting yourself first. I think it also, being the main character and having that main character energy has to do a lot with thinking highly of yourself. Thinking that you're a good person and good things happen to you for a reason. You know what I mean? I think it kind of goes back to just not really living your life for anyone but yourself. Because when you see Mm -hmm. 
movies and you know these like strong well in our case like strong female main characters like they just Hell yeah, in our case. are living for themselves doing what they want <laughs> <laughs> yeah but it was interesting yes. what you said about like it being your life being having a plot and that like good things can happen in a plot and bad things also happen in a plot but it's just kind of all part of the movie. I never really thought about it in that sense. Yeah, It just kind of makes me feel better about myself and the things that I go through. <laughs> you know, just because you are putting yourself first and you're romanticizing your life, channeling that main character energy doesn't mean everything good is going to happen to you. It doesn't mean that your life is going to be perfect. Bad things happen and that's, that's just how it is. But it doesn't mean you can't still have the same energy going through a tough situation you know what I mean yeah and it's funny when you're watching movies and you see like these really tragic things happening to these characters and then they always come out like on top and being a better person from it and then it's hard to kind of feel that same way whenever it's happening to you like you don't really have that mindset but it's easy to see that mindset in other people when they're going through it Yeah, exactly. Wow. Some really insightful stuff here, people. (laughs) Love to see it. I feel like that can also be a a fuel to the fire, if that makes sense. Something people can look to in actual movies and cinema (laughs) is if you relate to that main character energy is like these people go through bad things, but they do come out on top and good things do happen to them. But it takes time. Life is just a movie. You just gotta live it, baby. It's all about showbiz, baby. (laughs) (laughs) And it's so funny when you think about when you see somebody out in public and you're like, wow, whatever they're doing or just the way that they carry themselves, you're like, that's some strong main character energy right there. Mm -hmm. And then I think I'm like, I wonder if anyone's ever seen me and was like, Wow, that's some strong main character energy. I mean, probably not, but one can only hope that someone has ever thought that way about me. I feel like that's the best compliment I've ever received is someone told me that, who was it? I'm trying to remember who it was, but I can't remember. It was one of my close friends. They were like, your life would be such a good movie. Like, you'd be such a great main character in your movie. And I was like, thank you. <laughs> yeah, you know, I don't know. I feel like this is like a great compliment. Yeah. Well, it is. It's really weird to think about. So you're the main character in your own life. And then when you think about the side characters in your life, it's insane to think that they're the main characters in their own lives. This thought yes. kind of just stemmed from this TikTok I saw that was like, I can't believe my sister is the main character of her own life. <laughs> it's just like, because they're just side characters in your life, just passing through, but they have their whole other thing going on. And it's crazy to think about that. <laughs> that is actually the craziest thing to think about. And I think it's also, it's so weird. I think not as much for you. It seems weird for me because we have a a super close relationship and we're not that far in age. But like our older siblings that have children, 
that doesn't even like that's not even a like we're probably in so insignificant probably so insignificant in their lives <laughs> in just everything they have going on <laughs> but to us we're like there's nothing more important than me <laughs> exactly why is anyone thinking of anything else except for me all the time that's a valid Honestly. argument. Especially, like, people who are not even, like, side characters. I don't even know how you would explain them, but they are barely in your life for a minute. <laughs> you know what I mean? But they're there for a minute. Passerbyers. Exactly. Passerbyers. I don't know if that's the correct word. <laughs> Something along that road. It's, it's even crazier to think about, like... Let's say, okay, my boyfriend, James. It's crazy to think that I'm just a side character in his life. Like, I'm just the side chick. He has his whole life, his whole other side of his life. that, Like, I'm just so insignificant. Or not even that, but his life before he met you. Like, he has an entire life before he met you. Makes me sick. I can't think about it. Do you think that it's selfish to focus on being the main character in your own life? Mm. I wouldn't say that it's necessarily selfish unless you take it too far. I definitely think there's a line between, you know, being selfish and being just unself-aware and cocky and just a bad person (laughs) and the line I think can be very thin for some people (laughs) I think there is a point where you can get too detached from the reality of things which I think could be a dangerous mindset to have but I think to an extent it's not selfish but I feel like it can be taken too far if that makes any sense, what I just said. Yeah, I don't think it's selfish as long as you are being realistic, I think. There's a certain line to where it's like, okay, you're just being ridiculous Mm -hmm. and fantasizing things that aren't necessarily true. Um, Yeah. Then just being real with what is actually going on and what your life is actually like. Yeah, and I think another way that this could kind of be dangerous is in relationships. Not even just romantic relationships, but all types of relationships is trying to force relationships because, you know, they look good or you have an idea of what it would be like in your head and you're trying to force that to make it happen and then you're going to get in that and realize, oh, this is not exactly how I planned it to be. So I feel like that could be another dangerous aspect. Yeah, I think just comparison in general when it comes to romanticizing your life can be really toxic because you can see what other people are doing, especially when you take into account social media and how everybody's social media is just a highlight reel of all the good things in their life and then of the bad things. I think it can be kind of difficult to kind of romanticize your own life when you see people doing things that are way cooler or you know traveling all the time and not working and you know doing all of the glamorous things when you're just sitting at your nine to five typing away sending emails like it's it can be hard but you know 
that yeah. <laughs> the comparison element, I think, plays a big role in it. Yeah, and I feel like for me, and I, for you too, I'm sure, when you were in college, comparison is a big thing in small towns. Where, like, where we're from, that's just how you're raised. So especially coming away from that hometown and seeing everyone who still lives there and they're getting married, they're having kids, they're buying houses, and you're just like, I am just trying to get a degree. You know what I mean? Yeah. And especially for me, I, mean, I, I was one of the only people from my high school to leave the, our hometown, especially with COVID and everything. It, I, there was like two or three of us that actually left to go to college. Everyone's still there. The comparison game really tries to play with your mind. Yeah, but then you get to have this really awesome main character moment when you go back to your hometown and you're just like a city girl just back in the country. Like <laughs> That is my favorite feeling in the world. Oh my gosh. There is nothing, nothing that compares to being the one that made it out and coming back to that hometown and just, you know, the first day back and you're just seeing people you know. They're like, oh, what are you doing back? There's nothing like that feeling. <laughs> that is the biggest main character nothing moment quite of like, my life. There's nothing quite like just waking up in the morning and going to the local coffee shop and just knowing all the baristas because you went to high school with them and just you'd be like, oh, hey, like, you're still here? No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I am That's kidding, funny. everybody. I don't actually think like that, but... Um, that yeah, can be a little is, toxic. <laughs> it is a moment. <laughs> yeah, what we're not going to do is shame other people for the life choices that they have made. <laughs> yes, that is not what we're here to do. But going off of that, besides going home from living in a big city, are there any specific things that you do to romanticize your life or really channel that main character energy? For me, the epitome of romanticizing your life or having main character energy is just going on like solo dates. There's quite nothing like the feeling of just being out and alone, <laughs> just on the town, you know, running errands, getting coffee, going to Trader Joe's, you know, coming home, unloading your groceries. Like, it's just a moment. <laughs> You know? It is. I think that is something they do not tell you about, like, adulthood, is your life goes from being maybe, like, a five-star rating movie to, like, a ten. Your life is just so much, <laughs> so much more interesting when you're an adult. You know? You just have so much more freedom. It is. And you have to go to Trader Joe's. Who doesn't love a good Trader Joe's all? <laughs> I know I do. But yeah, I mean, That's it's funny. even just, you know, even not doing just the mundane tasks of adulting, but actually going out of your way to do a solo date. And I'm not very good at this, so it's hard for me to say that I do it. But I love when I see other people doing it, for sure. I can yeah. think of so many times off the top of my head. I remember one time I w was going to the bookstore in Virginia Highlands, 
and there's a little Italian shop. They It's a kind of mm-hmm. like an Italian grocery store, and they also have paninis and stuff to go. And this woman was just sitting outside at a little patio table outside the Italian shop by herself. She was just reading a book. And I was like, oh, my God. <laughs> she is the moment. <laughs> but that can be very hard. Social anxiety is very much a thing that a lot of people struggle with. Me and you both included. But I definitely think it's something that also gets easier as you get older. More of you don't have a choice but to do things on your own. So you kind of learn to enjoy them. Which has been a part of adulthood that I have started to adapt to. And slowly but surely begin to enjoy. Which I think is really cool. Well, it's also just this weird gender stereotype where it's like when you see a man eating alone you're like oh good for him and then when you see a woman sitting there eating alone you're like oh like poor her it's like why is that different so I feel like in my head I've always just been afraid to go I don't think I've ever gone out to eat by myself not even in college at the dining hall I wouldn't even want to sit by myself I or if I am by myself I'll have headphones in have my lot top out like I don't I don't want people to be like oh she's alone and I don't know why I care so much what that people view that as but that's just something in my own head yeah is there anybody in your life that you think is really good at romanticizing their life Mm, that's a tough question because I feel like <laughs> I I feel like all of my friends kind of do it in different ways. Off the top of my head, my friend Deborah has like the best eye for aesthetic photos I've ever seen in my life. And if you watched her Instagram story, you would literally feel like you're in a movie because she just has an eye for that stuff and she's so good at it. And then I have friends who are very much into living in the moment and really just taking in the things around them and not really thinking too much about what's going on rather than just living life, if that makes sense. And I like to think that I am all of these things. I don't think I'm great at all of them. I think I'm extremely mediocre at each and every one. I this sounds so cocky of me, but I promise I've gotten this compliment from multiple friends that I'm just okay. I'm gonna stop, Noelle. Do you have that you're any just friends? so amazing? No, you have to finish your story. What do your friends tell you that you're good at? What? Not. Not that I, not that I'm necessarily good at anything, more that I have main character energy. <laughs> Why are you being so humble right now? Because I feel I don't like saying it because I feel like I'm being so cocky. But I, ha- I, feel I like the whole point of having thing. main character energy. The whole point of having main character energy is admitting that you have main character energy. Okay, I have main character energy. I said it. 
I'm not taking That's it right. Back. You're a bad bitch. Yes. You heard it here first, folks. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, I do think that I try to channel all of these things. I do try to take photos, and I try to live in the moment and take in the things around me. I also try to be, like, outgoing and adventurous when I can be, but also care about my life and where I'm going. I don't know. I feel like it's an interesting path, for sure. Do you have any friends? Who do you think? I would say the friend that I think does it best is my best friend, Sarah. She, I feel like, is always just living in the moment. She just is always living her life to the fullest and doing what she wants. And I really admire that about her. I think a lot of that has to do with the fact that she's a Sagittarius. She has big Sag energy. So she is all about just doing whatever she wants. And she's a much better Sagittarius than I am. I think just Sagittariuses in general are just really good at having main character energy. You're not a Sagittarius. You're just the best. That is true. Here's my dilemma. I don't know (laughs) if... I necessarily give off, you know, urban dictionary definition of main character energy. But, however, I do feel like if my life were a movie, I, well, obviously I would be the main character. But, (laughs) I feel in the aspect of my life, I have main character energy. Which can be different for everyone, you know? I just feel like I need to back myself up for this. I agree. And I, I have, this is, okay, I don't know if. This is just like some random thing that me and my friends have done. But I have done this with multiple of my friend groups. When you're like watching a TV show or a movie. And they just happen to have the same amount of friends or characters in that TV show as you do watching the show. And of course, everyone gets assigned a character in the show that they represent. And I have done this a total of three times with three different friend groups. And every time I have been given the main character. <laughs> and I I am going to say this because I don't like to admit it. So I don't say it out loud because I don't want to be like, oh, yeah, I am the main character. That's my energy. You know what I mean? So I don't say it out loud. But it's like that whole thing that they say that about if you're taking a group photo and everybody's feet are like pointed towards whoever's like the <laughs> alpha of the group. <laughs> and it's like the same concept. However, I have to disagree with you because I can think of one specific instance that you are not cast as the main character. Elaborate. I specifically remember when Cheetah Girls came out and we were watching it with You mean when I was seven years old? Oh, okay. Yes. Yes, I do. We were watching it with our next door neighbors. For those who don't know, our next door neighbors, (laughs) one is older than me, one is younger than me. And then Nalia is the youngest. So we're, we're kind of like a pretty uh-huh. wide age gap here. 
But yeah. I specifically remember. Actually, now I think about it, I don't even remember who was who. All I remember <laughs> was that I was Dorinda because I was the blonde one. <laughs> okay, but is there were a probably Keely girls? Yeah, Raven Simone. All four of- but all four of them like have a plot in the movie. Yeah, but she plays the biggest plot. Like her whole family's in it. It's like kind of centered on her. Okay, well, I would personally say. I was seven years old. I on was her not dog, channeling Toto. my main character energy yet. I wasn't there yet. Okay. okay. So you, yeah. You're saying that you have grown into it, is what you're saying. I yes, for sure. I can tell you the most recent interaction that this happened was actually like two weeks ago with my roommates <laughs> and we were watching Encanto. If you haven't seen it, it's a great movie. I've watched it at least five times since it came out. And I was assigned Mirabelle, who is the main character of that movie. She does, spoiler, she does also happen to be the one that doesn't have a gift and the least interesting one out of the group. But I was still assigned to her and she is, in fact, the main character. You know, I would agree with that. I feel like you do give off that energy. Thank you. Wait, no uninteresting? <laughs> no, I'm I mean the good qualities about her. <laughs> no. Oh, okay, yeah. Like the way she, she holds family. the family together. Uh, so you're saying yeah. I'm the glue of our family. Mm. Let's not get ahead of I, ourselves. I hope our siblings are watching this right now. <laughs> I've never even seen this movie, but I feel like I know enough about it by how much you talk about it. I feel like I pretty much know the whole plot. <laughs> how have you not seen it yet? That's actually atrocious. I'm embarrassed to be your sister. I don't know. I'm sorry. I'm just saying, if I'm watching a Disney Pixar movie, it's going to be Monsters University. I'm, I'm sorry. It's the best movie of all time. Monsters University? Over Monsters, uh, Inc.? Yeah. Are you kidding me right now? Are you really about to tell me that you think Monsters, Inc. is better than Monsters University? I think we need to move on. <laughs> I am appalled. Oh my god. Favorite movie I don't think we can continue Monsters this podcast University. any longer. It's like one of the best <laughs> movies ever. Are you kidding me? I think there's something about the way that I latch on to movies that are about college Greek life, even though I was not involved in Greek life. Interesting. Because reaction. I every movie that I really like pretty much is the same plot, just kind of in a different way. Like House Bunny is also one of my favorite movies. That's also about Greek life. <laughs> it has the just same saying. plot as Monsters University? Pretty much. There's a fraternity or sorority that is like the losers, and then they make them up to be the greatest, and they're the best. We love an underdog story, you know? <laughs> Anyways, moving on from that. (laughs) Getting into actual movies and main characters, I need a list. The main character, or just character in general, that you feel 
you are the most like and one that you wish you could be more like? Well, uh, I feel like I don't really have one that comes straight to mind in terms of what I'm actually like because I think I have a weird self-perception. However, <laughs> when I did take <laughs> when I did take the main character test, I was basically a good mix between Veronica from Riverdale and Mitchell from Modern Family, leaning a little more towards Mitchell from Modern Family. And I think that pretty much sums it up. That's pretty much everything you need to know about me. <laughs> what a mix. What a mix. Yeah. But in terms of like the dream, who I wish I could be, who I think is the main character that just exudes main character energy in the best way possible is Amanda Bynes playing the role of Daphne in What a Girl Wants. That movie is so iconic and I absolutely love it. Respect. What about you? I also took this test that was found on TikTok and I got the person that everyone compares me to already, which is <laughs> Jess from New Girl. I do agree with it, though I don't love all of her personality traits. I definitely think we have <laughs> a lot in common. One, just being both very bubbly and happy, kind of witty. We're both teachers and yeah. And that's what I've been told the most is I give off big Jess from New Girl vibes. Someone met me and that was the first thing they said to me. And I was like, um, I don't know if I should be alarmed right now. Because I feel like she is also slightly insane. Which is not something I think that I genuinely share with her. But, you know, to each their own, I guess. I think you do have similarities to Jess. But I would find it hard to, like, meet you for the first time and be like, oh, she is, like, Jess. Like, she's Jess. I think it's mm. parts, deeper parts of your personality that are similar, in my opinion. I agree. Though I will say, in this certain circumstance, it was one of those where, you know, like, when you're with a group of people with bigger personalities, you are kind of, like, a smaller one. I was in a group of people that had kind of shy, smaller personalities. So mine kind of came up and was the bigger personality of the group, which is the only thing I could really explain mm -hmm. that. I can see it. But as far as what I wish I could be is Donna from Mamma Mia, specifically in Mamma Mia 2. Here we go again. She is just... <laughs> the main character you know she's honestly just living my dream well minus the getting pregnant you know from someone who you don't know part but <laughs> she was so confident and so bold and just traveling the world and living her life not letting anything hold her back just doing literally whatever she wants and making a way for herself when there was no way was very inspirational. Wow. But I just think she is the main character, like the coolest person ever. 
And I would also love I to. I think she's one of the tell. coolest like that would be roles ever written. Yeah, I agree, hundred percent. I think that's a good she's one. Like such a unique person. Thanks. I think we should also give an honorable mention to another Donna, Donna from Parks and Rec, the iconic "Treat Yourself" woman. I mean, that's also goals. She does not give a heck about anybody else but herself and i love that about her <laughs> good for her never seen that but good for her oh, as she should never seen parks and rec no i'm not a big tv mm. gal it's unfortunate you know this okay enough we need to stop talking about tvs and movies now because we're just we don't align on a lot of things on that level so <laughs> i think we should end the episode here <laughs> love it it's been great channeling our main character energy together (laughs) really enjoy my time it's been it's been great thank you for tuning in yes and make sure to give us five star rating share with your friends and follow us on our social medias instagram and tiktok at the afterthoughts pod and we will see you back here same time next week Bye, guys. Bye.